Okay, go. Well, Kiss, Mary, kill. Tell me. <laughs> you have to give me three <laughs> options. Okay. That's how it works. You give three. Ryan minute. Reynolds. You have to give all three at the same time. Because oh. <laughs> then I pick Hosier, which. Hosier, Ryan Reynolds, oh. and Jack Black. child hatched by me just considering how much I loved <laughs> my mom just made a betrayed facial expression I thought I came up with it <laughs> maybe we thought of it together we, yes a lot of my ideas are recycled from our conversations you know it's like a group effort to come up with ideas yes it, it takes a village for sure I will say knowing how much I love to travel how much I'm planning on traveling to visit people and see new places and how we traveled a lot when I was younger. We thought of the idea of gumption on the go so that we could not be confined to doing one kind of interview. Sometimes it takes gumption to get on the go and to go to a new city that you've never been to. True. Driving through Manhattan to get to an island that has a bridge that literally is terrifying. (laughs) But you just go. Yeah, so if you haven't picked up on that yet, we have... (laughs) We drove all the way from our home in Cleveland to Long Island, New York. And as I have heard from the locals, we are on Long Island, not in Long Island. But it was a long drive. It's a hike. Scenic. Shout out to Pennsylvania. Lovely state. I think we saw all 356 miles of it. Definitely beautiful. I've never been to New York City, so when we drove through... It was my first time seeing the New York skyline, which was crazy. Being used to the three-building skyline in Cleveland. Maybe there's four, I think. But Yeah, I mean, from, three some, and a half. from some places you can see four, but definitely just the Key Bank <laughs> building, the Terminal <laughs> Tower, and I don't even know what the third one is, to be honest. <laughs> it's it that either. kind of stout square one, you know? Yeah, I don't know the name of it. I'm kind of embarrassed right now. Yeah, we should know. It was cool. Driving through right at the glistening hour, as I like to call it, where the water's all sparkly and it looks really pretty. It was very glistening. It was beautifully glistening. Let's talk about our experience on the George Washington Bridge. Yes, that was beautiful, but we were very concerned that we were not going to be allowed passage because we thought we had to pay $16 in cash as a toll. To our defense, as we were approaching, probably I would say about 20 miles before we were seeing signs for the bridge, for like, where is the body of water that the bridge is going over? Yes. Not sure. So and we couldn't see more than a car in front of us, which was also a problem. Um, yes. Very packed in there, kind of like sardines vibes, but with wheels. The one sign, I swear, it said cash. It of did. Course. It did say cash. I sent you scurrying to the back seat to scrape up all the loose change in the car, hoping oh, we would have yeah. $16 just in case. Yeah, as if they we actually still that. took cash for the toll on the George Washington Bridge. We were like, what if we don't have cash? What if they don't let us through? They're going to suspend our licenses. <laughs> That was an Ohio girl moment for sure. We were having a big time Ohio girl moment, so you forgive us. We're just simple Midwestern folk. (laughs) 
I would like to coin the term of Midwest gumption because that is a Midwesterner thing. It is. And it's I, a kind gumption. It's a gentle gumption. Yes, it's true. <laughs> With no problem at all, we made it over the bridge and... There's a lot more bridges in New York City than I realized. I I guess it makes sense with the geography. We were reminiscing the scene in one of my favorite movies of all time, 10 Things I Hate About You. Wait, is that? No, 10, how, no, how to, 10. How to lose, how to lose a guy in 10 days. Yeah, how to lose a guy in 10 10 days. days. I always get those confused, but they're very different. Kate Hudson and Matthew McConaughey. Yes, yes. Two of my favorites. I was thinking about the scene in that movie where she's in the taxi leaving the city and he jumps off of his motorcycle to go woo her. They must have had to clear the bridge off. You know, Um, I would, we need to stop because I never got my proper introduction. Okay. I would like an introduction. For all of my listeners that... (laughs) love me just think about all those things that you love and wonder where did these qualities come from they came from my mom because why are you looking at me like that i didn't plan this, this out good i know i needed to be introduced formally it's, it's an honor to have me on the podcast it is it is my honor to have you on the podcast a lot of my personality traits quirks courage Gumption? Dare we say? <laughs> Dare, yes, gumption. <laughs> the, the sound file just spiked up so high when I made that noise. A lot of the gumption that I have, I definitely have gotten from you. It's from our side of the family, for sure. Oh, yes, yes. Dis. Dis. <laughs> our everyday life is an experiment in gumption, I would yes, say. Yes, definitely. And I think we're winning the experiment. Yeah, we're winning at life. <laughs> I mean, we're here in the lovely Long Island on... The lovely Long Island. We're staying in this beautiful Airbnb that I found. Pat on the back to myself. In what I might say is possibly the most charming, delightful, tiny house that I have ever stayed in. This does not feel that tiny to me. Maybe it's because Mm -mm. we're midgets. I don't know if that's insensitive. (laughs) We're definitely tiny human beings. Shout out to our host, Phil, anyone who's looking to stay near the Hamptons, but not without all the fuss of the Hamptons, but we found this little oasis. That's what it's called on Airbnb, the Oasis Tiny Home. It is absolutely an oasis in every way. It's so clean, smells amazing. It's light and bright and spacious. There's high ceilings, two beds. It could honestly sleep four people if you really... Oh, easily, especially if there are such. Someone maybe over five, six, five, seven would probably have some head bonking happening in the bed situation because those are lofted. I'm just thoroughly impressed by the tiny house. Good job, Lily. Thank you. So today we went spelunking in the darling beachside town of Greenport. We were looking for a cute older town with nice shops, restaurants, all those things to just meander, wander if you will. Our favorite activity, meandering. It's the best. When you got nothing to do, I totally recommend meandering. Although, gotta say, those fresh fruit stands on the way out to Greenport definitely can't compare to those fresh mangoes that were being sold right on the bridge in New York City. And don't forget the the frozen drinks and beverages as well. Yes, the margaritas. Yes. I'm not sure what driver would be pulling aside to... I'm sure you New Yorkers out there, you know what we're talking about, but this was a shock to us. Yes. To be driving through the most major city in the country. At first, we thought something was 
awry. When I saw that man standing on the side of the road, I was yes. like, was there an accident? Like, where was his car? You know, we were just worried that maybe he was wandering or something, but yes. not the kind of wandering, meandering. No, not the good wandering, <laughs> the bad wandering. We well, were just like, this man is going to get hit by a car. Yes. He did not seem concerned whatsoever. He was only worried about his mangoes. Yep. And honestly, I don't think driving would be the word that I would use to describe passing through New York City. Yeah. <laughs> I think it was more walking in a car. There was no driving at various <laughs> angles. We just weren't expecting to see vendors where there's no berm or anything. Oh, there wasn't even place for the cars, let yeah, alone people, true. to be walking around with mangoes. Yeah, very but, intrigued know, by this phenomenon, so I would love to... On our way home, to... we may have to get some mangoes, just out of curiosity. Absolutely. And see we if may, they're delicious. We may have to patronize. This is where I'd like to interject and okay. do a quick advertisement for the PA Turnpike. You know, we were <laughs> making fun of it prior to this experience, but let it be known that that $145 that you pay to drive across Pennsylvania is worth it to have a nice restroom, a lovely gas station, maybe a Starbucks. <laughs> Feel free to send me, you know, an easy pass. Yeah, PA Turnpike, if you want to sponsor <laughs> our drive back home, you can just eliminate the bill. You know, just yeah. don't charge us. Just forget that you ever took a picture of our car. Wipe it clean. Wipe, wipe the memory <laughs> clean. We already have to pay a parking ticket that I received this morning because someone with a pickup truck took up two spaces instead of one, so I wedged my SUV in behind him. It was kind of like the Kim Kardashian ass parking. It was hanging out to the one side. <laughs> BBL of parking jobs. We returned to the car after a lovely afternoon. Who left us an envelope on our window? It, it was, was a kind card from one of the passers-by. No, that was our Ohio girl thing again. It was a ticket from the hamlet of Greenport. $75. So unreasonable. We could pay it with change in Ohio probably. Maybe, Maybe even a coupon. <laughs> They might know me by name now, so they might just be like, just, oh, it's her again. Oh, just send crazy. her out. Just wave it. Send her out. <laughs> Monty, you're crunching so loud. We're here with our producer, Monty. Producing from his box of hay. He is a rabbit, but he does give us some great executive decisions. He communicates to us in Morse code through crunches. What do you think, Monty? <laughs> I can definitely provide something that'll make them laugh. As Lots long as you things. don't tell that one story that you tell everyone, you know, about no, the... I will not tell that story. <laughs> I have signed away the rights to that story, and that shall never happen. I'll answer some questions. Nothing is off limits. Just, you know, use your discretion and... Oh, dear. <laughs> <laughs> I was just going to say, maybe we need a safe word. I don't know. Oh, <laughs> But then I'll do the same thing. I'll ask you questions. <laughs> Let me get my timer ready. And Indeed. start. We have actually had some suggestions, so I will use some of the listeners' suggestions. Oh, okay. What Spicy. is something that people would not know about you? Something people wouldn't know about me is that I'm obsessed with a lot of super dark things. Really dark movies, creepy paranormal stuff. Villains, that kind of stuff? Yes, yes. As a kid, I love... Well, you know this. Why am I telling you like you don't know? I loved every villain more than the hero in most stories. I just think they have so much more character development. Keep going. Favorite cocktail? I think I'm going to have to go with a mojito. It's always my go-to, specifically Ooh, strawberry. Mojito. <laughs> Favorite athlete? Saying 
saying it in grandma's pronunciation. <laughs> I like that enunciation. Troy Polamalu, he has the best hair. I know he's a Steeler, and we're Browns fans Was over here. a Steeler. Oh, yeah, I don't even know where he plays <laughs> Now he for does now. shampoo commercials. <laughs> I love you, Troy Palomalo, if you're listening. <laughs> Close second is Miles Garrett, though. I do love Miles Garrett. Love Miles Garrett. Okay, go. Well, Kiss, Mary, kill. Tell me. <laughs> you have to give me three <laughs> options. Okay. That's how it works. You give three. Ryan the... Reynolds. You have to give all three at the same time. Because oh. <laughs> then I pick Hosier, which. Hosier, Ryan Reynolds, oh. and Jack Black. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Actually, I cannot believe I'm going to say this right now, but I would kill Ryan Reynolds 100%. <laughs> Kiss Hozier, just or Hosier, I don't know how to pronounce his name. He's a singer. He probably knows how to move those lips. And then Indeed. I would certainly marry Jack Black because, as he says, sometimes super hotties are hotties on the... Or no, it's like <laughs> sometimes super... What? No, wait, wait, wait. Let me play it. Hold on. He says... Sometimes hotties are ugly on the inside. And sometimes uglies are super hotties on the inside. And sometimes hotties are super hottie on all sides. <laughs> that is what I was referencing, by the way. Slight okay. digression. What would your next tattoo be? Some kind of illustration, something small. Hot take, she has a tattoo. A lot of you don't know that. That's not what hot take means. Oh. <laughs> hot take means a controversial opinion. <laughs> okay, well, it was controversial for me. No. <laughs> Just okay, kidding. that's fair. Okay, moving along. I did sort of just inform you. Uh, oh, goodness, what other things are going to ask you? I'm so nervous. Where would you travel if you could pick any place? A split Croatia. Oh, good one. It's where Mamma Mia was found. Uh, what are your serial killer traits? <laughs> Trait, singular. Please. I definitely just have multiple full conversations with myself at all times when no one is around. Sometimes, actually, I do it in public and then I get weird looks. Oh, boy. oh, God, I can't think of another one. That's probably good, though. Don't need people to know more than one. Yeah, I was going to say, I don't think you have a whole list. I hope not. We can call it there. That's enough little information. That was quite chaotic, but that's how we like it around here on Gumption. I am going to put you on the hot seat now and ask you a bunch of questions about things. Ask me the things. Bing, starting now. I actually do want to know, where would you travel if you could pick one place in the world to travel? Italy, for sure. Florence. Sounds like we're going to Europe. That's what I'm hearing. (laughs) Our next trip will be to Croatia and Italy. Weirdest thing I did as a child or baby. Oh my god, there were so many of them. (laughs) I would say wake up and have a whole explorer outfit on with a little magnifying glass around your neck and a little hat and just say that we were gonna go find worms. Unprompted, I would Yeah, oh, every day. Yeah, you'd have a whole outfit, a plan. If you could have one animal as a pet, not necessarily a domesticated animal, what would it be? A mini horse. Like a pony? No, a mini miniature horse. <laughs> They're different. They're little tiny oh, horses. They're those like exist house. in the real world? Yes, they do. In the real world and in the pretend world. <laughs> Sounds like a J.R.R. Tolkien concept. No, it's a miniature horse. Google that. Okay. <laughs> Googling. Continuing on with your PG version. That's no fun. Well, that's how it works. Kiss, Mary Kill, Idris Alba, Paul Newman, or Schmidt from New Girl. <laughs> oh, my God. Goodness gracious. Well, I'm sorry, Paul, but I would have to kill you. He's already um, dead, so Because I would be married. Well, then that's easy. I would have to marry Schmidt. He's my dream man and would iron all my shirts on anything else I needed cleaned. And I would have to be forced to kiss Idris Alba. So that would be painstaking and awful. And I might not survive, but I would be willing to do that. (laughs) 
If you could pick one character from either a book or a movie or a show to be your best friend in real life, who would you pick? I think Jack Sparrow. I think he'd be a fun best friend. He'd be a fun fun bestie. And we could talk like pirates together. And You since... would for sure have some adventures there. Yeah, yeah, definitely. And your birthday is National Talk Like a Pirate Day. Let's hear your best pirate impression. Arg me hearty, it's time to find the booty. Savvy! <laughs> oh, God. That's, Get that's the pirate pretty... wenched. <laughs> that was pretty to good. swab the deck. <laughs> I'm loving the improvs. For our listeners who don't know, my mom loves The Rock, Dwayne Johnson, The Rock, you know? If you were to run into him on the street, like I did with Vince Vaughn that one time, what would you say to him? Like, what would be your elevator pitch to him? Pretend I'm him. Okay. Hi, Dwayne. <laughs> I feel like I know you intimately as I've read your book and basically stalked you since you were at Miami <laughs> University playing football. Eating tuna and sleeping on a mattress with no sheets. <laughs> I would like to give you $7 from my wallet, and I would like you to turn my seven bucks into a billion dollar empire like you have done in your own life with your ex-wife, <laughs> yeah. Danny Garcia, who used to run Merrill Lynch. Do you think? Yeah, that, that's a good thing. That was great. Good job. I mean, after he calls the police, he'll probably be like, he'll okay. be like, who is this crazy, crazy short lady, lady approaching me? Why does me? she know so many facts about me? When I was in college, I was studying science, thinking I wanted to go to medical school, but not really understanding all that entailed. <laughs> so I started to look at graduate schools and found a lab at Ohio State that was run by the teacher at their medical school and graduate school. And I just sent my resume, had no invite applicant, nothing, cold call. Sent it over there and got the call back that I'd been chosen out of 200 applicants Whoa. to be a graduate student working in a lab for the director of the medical school. I didn't really think about it because I didn't know this person's status until I actually got the job. I ended up working for him and running his laboratory and I loved it and did research and published. None of it would have happened had I just been too scared, like wanting to go through the whole chain of call and find out if I could even do any of these things. I just mm -hmm. kind of did it. And it started out a lifetime of crazy career choices <laughs> that gave me the idea if I want to go work someplace or do something, I'm just going to try it and face potential rejection, which I've had many times. But haven't we all? <laughs> yes, we all have. But I would say that was my career gumption. And I, I had to move to a brand new city. I had to move to Columbus. I got the job and had to move there in a week. So it was a very rapid thing, but it was awesome. I would love you to talk more about your different careers that you've had. I feel like there should be Jeopardy music playing in the background while I list all my careers. <laughs> but I started as a research scientist, an auditor. I became a consultant, a claims clearinghouse, a sleep apnea clinic, comprehensive rehabilitation facility, a degree in physics and chemistry, professional peloton constructor of bikes. I wanted to kind of get back into the corporate world. I ended up teaching kindergarten for seven years. And I've always said this about everything in life. When you teach somebody something, you also learn. Sometimes you end up learning more than you're teaching. What and was your number one takeaway from the kindergartners? What is something you learned from them? How to live and how to be crazy. They don't step cautiously if you say, come over here. They come at you like a running bull. I mean, <laughs> they just fling themselves. <laughs> I love the way that they don't think. They just 
do, but yet they're very wise. They have a wisdom about them. They get things very simply. I love that. I really feel like you could learn anything you put your mind to, and as long as you're a good people person, you could really make a career out of anything. There was a group of us that worked together, did only projects that were assigned by the head of research. I was up for a pretty nice promotion. I was already the leader of this group. One day we found out that not only was I not going to get the promotion, but they were going to be hiring somebody from the outside to be a supervisor. We thought of this person as our contemporary. He did not want anything to do with any of us. Mm. We tried to make him part of all of our hijinks and invited him to lunch, volleyball, all of our activities. Oh yes. All wanted of- no part of it. He just wanted to keep himself like Darth Vader in the corner just watching us all the time. Interesting. He and I had a bit of a tumultuous relationship. He followed me around in the lab and would stare at me and and micromanage me. So at one point, Joe Swicka just had enough of this. He said, okay, it's time for a prank because this was his <laughs> second occupation in life. They were elaborate. He was devising something. The morning of our Friday meeting where all of us would sit around the table and this man who was our boss would come in like the king. He would have to have his special ergonomic desk chair wheeled into the room ahead of time before he got there. I saw that Joe and one of our other friends kind of disappeared. I see the chair getting pushed into the meeting as always happens very gingerly and put it at the head of the table. Something was up because they were moving the chair in a very careful manner. Careful, more careful than usual. And I thought, well, maybe they're afraid they'll dent it since it's a $600 chair. This gentleman proceeds to sit down, at which point... The chair disintegrates underneath his body because every single screw has been removed. Oh my God. And Joe and his friend took out everything so that the chair was just teetering. It was like one of those rock sculptures where they stack the rocks on each other. That's exactly what it looked like. And I mean, the whole chair fell apart. The man plunged to the ground. Oh no, not the plunge. Screaming. We were all hysterically laughing. And I looked over at Joe. His face got all red. And he said, boy, revenge is... He showed me a handful of screws. And then you married him, so... I did, shortly after that. I'm like, please, no more pranking. I don't even know how he came up with these ideas. You would just wake up one day and be like, you know what, Mom? I want stickers that have you and daddy's face on them. (laughs) Your guys' actual faces. And I even know how I want you to pose. (laughs) So I'm thinking, okay, how are we going to pull this off? Well, let me just ask Joe. He's like Kinko's. He just figures it all out. He's like Kinko's. So he made stickers of us from pictures and put them on adhesive paper and they were hilarious i think you still have some i do but if there was something you tasked him with he could figure out a way to do it and it was one of his many superpowers but also just the most elaborate halloween costumes you have ever seen personally my favorite was backwards man backwards man was the pinnacle he even cut his shoes so that they were backwards and the sumo wrestler (laughs) the big air costume where he couldn't even fit through the door when it was inflated that came with that little inflatable man bun how convenient i was what was that clown girl that i used to like um jojo yes i was jojo remember when we all went as bees one of my favorite pictures is the picture of bella she's dressed up as a witch and dad is in the background with a glass of red wine and he's in this gigantic puffy 
bumblebee costume complete with a stinger and tights underneath. Oh, yeah. And it's just one of the most comedic images to me. They were very authentic. Awesome. The gumption came out in full effect on Halloween. Every Halloween. One of my favorite things about going on a road trip is discovering all the in-betweens of yes. the places that you go. It's just kind of fun to see. This is someone's whole world that we're just passing through it was awesome and it was the last time we saw dry land for six hours yeah it was a monsoon after that it continued to it started raining as we left we had had beautiful weather the whole weekend and it literally unleashed for the remainder of the drive we were driving through a flash flood back to ohio and fog which was actually crazy because it looked like we were driving off the edge of the earth if the earth was flat which it's not by the way in case you were wondering flat earthers i do like crepes though (laughs) What? Flat Earth always makes me think of crepes. I don't know why. Everything makes me think of food. (laughs) I think that's where you get it from. That makes sense. I kind of think of it more as a board. (laughs) Like a flat board, but I guess a crepe would be two-dimensional. That's what I was thinking. Or a a, a toast burrito. (laughs) A toast burrito? Is that a thing? No. Not yet, but it might be. Watch out, world. We might be be coming at you with some toast burritos. (laughs) One of our upcoming episodes that we're going to be doing is something I like to call Gumption Gone Wrong. And by I, I mean my mom, because she actually (laughs) came up with this idea as well. I am the marketing department. Yes, that's true. Monty is the producer and she is the marketing department. And And you're the talent. I don't want gumption to be only positive outcomes. Or success. Yeah, true. A lot of times we have really good intentions and it just fails miserably. It may even be a fiasco, as some say. Oh, a fiasco. Excellent word. Extra points if you know what movie I'm referencing. We really want to have some representation from gumption stories that ended poorly. Now, we're not talking tragedies here. We'd like to keep it pretty light. I just want to hear your fails. I want to hear what you thought you were going to do and how it actually ended up to read some of those on the air for an entire episode. We've all tried to ride a bike down a hill and ended up in a lake yes, that was there. Or, I've done that. You know, tripped on our way over to ask somebody on a date and fallen into a shrub. <laughs> you <know. laughs> Have you done that? Maybe. (laughs) But we live to tell the tale and to have gumption another day and successfully make our next move. So that being said, I want to hear from you, my gumptioneers. We're trying that name for the fan base out. Thank you, Ellie. It's like the Lumineers, but with gumption. It makes me think of journey to the center of the earth type expedition. Oh, I like that. Um, Chandeliers. So. (laughs) Gumptioneers. We're just rhyming now. To hear these gumption gone wrong stories, I'm going to need you all to not walk, run to the Instagram at gumption pod. Send us a DM with your gumption gone wrong story. It can be as long or as brief as you like. Let me know if you want it to be anonymous. Maybe even include pictures and videos. We want to hear your gumption gone wrong stories. Submit those to us. Gumption's gone more wrong than right sometimes. I think that's all included in what gumption is in its essence. It doesn't have to end well. 
there's room for some messy gumption. Bring it, guys. Bring I it. I know you've got it out there. Well, it's been a pleasure. Thank you for letting me invite myself in to be interviewed by you, and I am a big fan of the podcast. Aww. Well, you are the best example of gumption in my life and always have been. Final words to the listeners? Any words of advice? Sage wisdom? Just do it with gusto. Get out there. Gusto. I like that have the zest for life and just go at it like those kindergartners running at you. Don't even hesitate.